on the streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle! to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host the ice man jeff trenopole and as always i'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of jackpot joey the cincinnati Bengals, and the number two ranked that's for you doggy number two ranked university of cincinnati bearcats who hopefully the bearcats in georgia are going to get to run it back for the national championship this year We'll have to wait and see. Now, do me a favor. If you the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,396 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And if you are in the YouTube chat, do me a favor. Give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. It also helps me find them, too, when there's a ton of people in there talking. If you really want it read, give me a super chat and support what I'm doing now. If you're watching on uh, Facebook or Twitter, and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, 
please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button to hit the bell for the notification. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. And I'm coming to you live, as always, from the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So, I haven't said this in a while. If you guys are looking for a condo, a house, an apartment to rent, check out T-Properties. If you have a rental property that you don't want to manage anymore and you just want to sit back and collect your money, give T-Properties a call. They'll take care of you. All right, guys, let's get into this. We got Keith Jenkins coming on the show. Uh, he's not going to get here until about 6 o'clock, so it's you and me until then. And uh, so we got lots, lots of stuff going on here. Let's see here. Uh, what? is going on uh you guys talk about army carol says you definitely need this on a big screen in the jungle or pump them up yes i agree with you uh that you're talking about the stripe song that is from blacklight productions and gift vader uh you can get that on spotify you can download spotify and oh man we said itunes i think he said i can't remember what else he said but anyway Go check it out, download it, and the more times we play it, maybe, who knows, maybe the Bengals will play it in the jungle. That would be awesome. Uh, Blackthorn, you got a new uh, icon. I like that. Bengals wearing black pants with white jerseys, my favorite. Exactly, Blackthorn. Love you too, man. Appreciate it. Doggy, what's up? Where's Dimebag Dean? Dude, he's still working, man. He's, I'm telling you, I, he is working like 10, 12 hours a day. He's still at work right now. So when his season slows down, he'll come back. I'm hoping it's next month. He's hoping it's next month. And he wants to come back on the show and uh and uh get back on her. He misses misses you guys. Charles, what's up? Uh you think the Bengals should trade for a pass rusher? I um if the price is right and um He's a good pass rusher, then yes, I do. Um, we'll see who's out there and if they've got a a chance to get them. Uh, the Bengals, I give them credit. They keep adding people. I know they're they're continuing to look. So we'll see what happens. And that's one thing I love about the way the Bengals go about business now. They are proactive instead of reactive. So yes, I do think they are looking, and I think they would love to get one because you still got to get somebody to replace what. We think Joseph Osai would have brought to the table. I know people keep talking about Darius Hodges. I I talked to him today walking out to practice. I said, hey, man, you're going to get your shot. He goes, I said, when you do, you got to take it. He goes, my time will come. He goes, I got to be patient. So hopefully maybe Darius Hodge is a guy that they could use. I don't know. He hasn't gotten much playing time, if any at all. So I do think they know they need another pass rusher. I do think they're looking for one. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's see. The Blackthorn, this is a bigger game than the Packers. Oh, absolutely. Yes. If look, Blackthorn and everybody out there, if excuse me, sorry, when we beat the Ratbirds, all the national media is going to go away and say, Well, you know what? The Bengals are pretty good, you know. And I gotta give a shout out to my boy Willie Lutz on the uh Samuel Stripes podcast. He finally is coming around the way I was thinking. He even thinks. That the Bengals got a shot at beating the Chiefs, which first truly here uh, picked at when the schedule came out. And if you don't believe me, and if you ever watch my show on a regular basis, this is the same 
schedule prediction that I had back in June, if I could find it. No, that's not it. Uh, here it is. This is my schedule prediction. If you see, I have a W next to the Chiefs game there. And if you look, we are exactly where I predicted we'd be, except I got the only thing I got wrong so far is we lost to the Bears and we beat the Squillers. Other than that, I got everything else right. Toot my own horn. Now, this is the stretch where it gets tough. You got the Rapbirds, and you got then you got the Jets, and then you got the Clowns. To me, the hardest game out of these next two, obviously, is the Rapbirds. The Jets, you know, should be a win. We'll see. And then you got the Clowns, and they are completely injured. And then you got our bye week, and then you roll into the Raiders. I have them at a, as a loss then, but with everything that's going on with John Gruden and everything, you never know. It might be another another win. They got Squealers. That's that could be another win. The Chargers, the Rapbirds showed us how to beat them. Run the ball, <laughs> Squeal the the Sucky Niners. They're not that good. That could be another win, which I already said it's going to be. Broncos could be a win. Uh, like honestly, if you really look at the rest of the schedule, to me. Those are all winnable. <laughs> we can win every last one of those games. I think the way the teams are playing right now. Now we'll see what happens. Still got another, you know, two, two and a half months to go, but it's looking pretty good for the Bengals, I think. You know, I don't know what you got, what you guys think about that. Let's see here. Get to all right, Titus. One of my one of my OGs here, Titus. Do you think that you see you see, University of Cincinnati can beat Alabama in the championship. I'll put it to you this way, Titus. I think we can play with anybody in the country. I think our defense will travel with anybody in the country. I think Desmond Ritter is getting better, and he's got shots at being the number one pick in the NFL draft. So do I think we'll beat him? I don't know. I'm not willing to say, yes, I think we'll beat him. I'm not willing to say that. I wasn't willing to say that against – Georgia last year, I said, I think we have a shot. Yes, I think we have a shot. The Bearcats have a shot at beating anybody. Like I said, we've got at least three or four guys on that defense that are NFL caliber defense. Our starting cornerbacks, both of them, Sauce and Kobe, they're NFL caliber cornerbacks. You have that? That travels. So, yes, we have a chance to beat anybody. I'll just put it that way. All right. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, you black phone, you, you spelled a Packers instead of Prackers. <laughs> I got you. All right, Thorne, Ice, do you think we should go after the Patriots center? Um, it, it, Again, it depends on the price because I think the, the what I've been reading is the Patriots hold him in high regards. Uh, do I think he's worth a six-round pick? Sure. Do I think the, the Patriots want more than that? Yes. Would I give them more than that? No, because then you're getting into where I think you're hurting the Bengals' future. And I don't look at the center position as as big of a problem as everybody else does. I think Trey Hopkins is going to get healthier as the season progresses and getting back to where he was uh, at the end of the year. You have to remember, <laughs> Trey Hopkins hurt his knee towards ACL in the very last game against the Ratbirds last year. So I'm not as worried about it. Plus, Adenogy, not that Adenogy plays center, but he's back at practice. And which people didn't think that that was going to happen. Is he going to play? I have no idea, but he's practicing. I think they've got 21 days. I think that's what it is to determine if he's going to be on the active roster to be able to to play or not. Uh, Charles, you see how the national media is looking at us now? Exactly. It's it's changing, and it's going to change more. Now, 
the only way to keep changing is you keep winning. You got to keep winning at a consistent basis, you know. And for when I, I actually that you brought the brought this up, it's something I wrote down. And um, the guy uh, Keith, uh, what was his name? Oh man, dang it, I should wrote his name down. He did a uh, life uh, sixty three sixty today, uh, and he played a uh, audio clip of the guys from Pardon My Take, which is the Barstool guys, which I don't even I don't listen to them. And they were talking about the Bengals and how they are goodish now, which that's fine. They can call them goodish. I think they're good. I think they're going to be a playoff team. The part that irritated me was I don't know who the guy was. It was it was it was Big Cat and whoever the other guy is. I think it was the other guy said this is this is the best Bengals team ever. I'm like, are you freaking nuts? Like, dude, seriously, do when you this what drives me nuts. Do some homework before you make a stupid statement like that. The Bengals. Went to two Super Bowls. The 81 and 88 team are the two best teams in franchise history. The Cincinnati Bengals that are 4-2 right now are not <laughs> the best team in franchise history. Right now they're not. If they win the Super Bowl, then yes. But right now, as they're 4-2, you're an idiot to say, oh, it's the best team in Bengals franchise history. Like, yeah. If you're going to say something dumb, please uh, do some do some research, man. If, you should at least know we went to two Super Bowls. Hell, actually, back in the 80s, this kid probably wasn't even born then. So, uh, what do I know? <laughs> Natty, what's up? The Ravens game is going to be tough. A tough one. They need to need the offense to get going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I couldn't say it any better. What and, and what I like about the Detroit game is the offense did get going. They made stupid mental mistakes. You know, there was multiple first, uh, at least two first downs that they – got taken away from for from penalties. So I think you clean that. You can't – when you go against the Robert, you cannot have any mental mistakes. they got to play a, 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 their best game of the year to beat these guys. And like I said, this defense, whether the Bengals want to admit it or not, is designed to stop one guy, and his name is Lamar Jackson. That's what we brought all these guys in for. That's the, why they play this scheme. We're really going to find out. If Lou's scheme is working so far, it's working great. And yes, his name is Lou Anarumo. Rob Houday, what's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. I went too far. I clicked on one thing and a whole bunch of stuff. Scrolled past me. I'm trying to get through back to where I was at. Uh, geez, oh man. You guys. <laughs> Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, okay, Natty, here you go. Uh, I'm the only one who thought the Browns were overrated. Well, yeah, you did say they're overrated. I, I'm not going they're overrated. I'm going they're injured. <laughs> they're injured big time. So, I think Baker, I agree with, I think Baker Mayfield is overrated. The team and the talent in general, I don't think is overrated. They are just really, really injured. I mean, both the running backs are out, and I doubt Baker Mayfield is playing tomorrow night. And he might not be. He might be out for a little while. We'll see with the if he gets the shoulder shoulder surgery or not. Black Thorn, I love your optimism. Bengals are running the table. Exactly. Uh, comment, comment, comment. All right, here we go. Jess, do you think Chris Evans will get more playing time? Absolutely. As far as I know, he is listed as RB2. So, we'll see. Now, one thing that I thought was interesting 
maybe he's getting a rest because Trey Hopkins got a got a, a rest today. I saw Chris Evans working out on the um, rehab field, and I kept trying to see if he was on the field playing. I didn't see that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't. But yes, I think he is going to be. He's listed as running back too. So, and that's the thing, man. You get him going because he he is literally okay. Keyshawn Johnson and all these guys got mad about Logan Wilson's comment that uh, Lamar Jackson is a running back that plays quarterback. Chris Evans is a running back that plays wide receiver. Okay. <laughs> He's that good. He can run routes like a wide receiver. I'm so excited to see him. That touchdown catch was beautiful. I, I, I think he is. And, and this is what I've kind of been thinking. I'm wondering if Zach has been holding back. Chris Evans, just waiting to unveil him before, for you know, so the Rat Birds and other hard teams don't have a chance to really get a lot of tape on him of what he does. I don't know. It's just a thought I had. Let's see. Rob, I don't think the Chargers matchup will well against the Bengals. Not afraid of that matchup. No, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not afraid of any of these matchups. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm never, I. Just look at the schedule. I think we got a shot to win all of them. I don't know if we're going to win all of them, but we got a shot to win them all. We're going to be in every single game. We've been in every single game this year. Rob, and honestly, the Ravens are so beat up. If we can't at least give them a run for their money, that's a problem. And the thing is, Joe Burrow, I think he's been waiting for this game. Honestly, he's been waiting to go against them. And this is something interesting, too. Now, the Ravens blitz more than any team, I think, in the NFL. Joe Burrow, as far as quarterback rating for going against the blitz, when you blitz Joe Burrow, he's number one in just about every category imaginable. And if you look at what he did against the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Ravens, Ratmart's old defensive line coach, is the D coordinator at Jacksonville. They run the same thing. You saw what he did in the second half. They scored on every single play. Trust me, we got something for the Ratmart's. I'm not worried about it. Augie, what's up? My, my mama said, never to lie. She said, you, you, <laughs> Georgia will beat UC 256 to zero. <laughs> that would be an ass whooping. Well, I don't think, I don't think it's either team are going to, are going to beat each other uh, by that bad. Uh, let's see here. Ah, da, da, da. Let's go through. I want to get to something here real quick for uh, Keith jumps on. Um, this was uh a clip I took from Zach Taylor's press conference today. And I thought it was interesting. He's talking about two different things. First, he's talking about the Baltimore game last year and what happened and moving forward on that. And also Joe Mixon of how he has developed, I didn't think developed, but how he's grown this year. Just check it out. Well, we just, we had some challenges early in that game, you know, starting with those early turnovers. We didn't score on the first drive of the game where we had some really good opportunities. We just weren't totally in sync there. Um, and then from there, we just did not play well in any area. So um, play calling, quarterbacking, blocking, route running, there, there wasn't a lot to be excited about leaving Baltimore that day. So, um, again, those are just things that you have to serve you well in the future. You'll learn that lesson. Um, and and you you're able to come back and obviously we didn't have a lot of the guys in week 17 last year when we played them but now we're back and, and our guys are feeling the groove of things and 
Um, again, just some great opportunities our way on Sunday, and, and our guys will be ready for it. I think he's been consistent for us. You know, to, to, to take a step forward, it, that those are um, kind of our expectations for Joe uh, to be productive when he carries the ball and be physical and punish guys as they're trying to make the tackles. He's been decisive with his reads, which has been really good. And and so again, he's he's uh, he's doing what we like him to do. Mixon is doing what they're paying him to do, and that's what I, I like. And if you have him and Chris Evans as your one-two combo, yeah, that's gonna be good. Stewart says uh, Evans was limited today with a hamstring. Not not that worse. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. He he did not. Uh, here, Blackthorn. Yeah, just looked it up. Evans has a hamstring injury, but they didn't make it out to be too bad. He didn't look bad to me. I mean, like I said, he was out there running and doing drills. I I couldn't tell what was wrong with him to be honest. I just know he did. I didn't think he was practicing. He was on the the rehab field. So yeah, Rob, appreciate you, brother. Take care. Blackthorn says, who day, Rob? All right, let me get back to some of these other comments. Uh, there you go, Stewart. How much of a rush did you get when Captain America caught the first touchdown? Ice man, I freaking went nuts. Because <laughs> it was a great catch. I mean, it was an awesome catch. Because um, Burrow overthrew him a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> but he, he made a great, he made, that's a catch that a wide receiver makes. Running backs don't make that. Don't make that. Uh, don't make that catch. That's why I'm so excited about um, Chris Evans and what he can bring to the table. And it's just another weapon that we have. And like I said, I'm waiting for somebody to start doubling Jamar. When that happens, you got T. You got Boyd. You got Chris Evans. You got uh, Mixon. I mean, you got CJ. Ooh, Zama. There's a lot there that they they haven't even tapped into yet. And that's the thing, too, with, with my, my prediction of 11 and 6. We had, this team has not hit its full potential yet. That's what's awesome. Yes, the defense has played great. And the defense played way better than any of us thought they would play. I mean, they played a ton better than I thought they would. I mean, I, I didn't think they played bad. But they're shutting people out, you know. I mean, they haven't had a shot yet. But, I mean, they, I thought we might get one with, in Detroit. But they're playing very, very good. They're getting lots of pressure on quarterbacks. They're stopping the run. Cheetah Bay Ouzier was a steal of the free agent period. Stole him. It, it, he's been he's been awesome. Hill's been awesome. I mean, yeah, I know uh, uh, Trey's been hurt with the hamstring on and off, and that's hasn't worked out so well, but everything else has worked out really, really well. The offense is just starting to scratch the surface, you know, just starting to scratch. So we'll, we'll see uh, what happens. That's why I'm so excited for the rest of the season to see what happens. Blackthorn. Hey, ice. When you get to talk to players who stands out as the friendliest, well, it depends on when they're going to practice. They're all just kind of like, hey, you know, they're, they're not, you know, real talkative. When they're coming back, all of them, dude, be honest. I mean, <laughs> I got to tell you guys, I haven't got a chance to really talk to Joe. Joe, Joe is conservative. He, he kinda, I don't want to say shy, but he's not an outgoing personality. I'm loud. I'm not going. Maddie Myers, loud, rock going. So Maddie had his jackpot. Joey uh, uh, flag. Actually, this one. And 
Joe walked by we're like, jackpot, Joey, you got to get some more jackpots. We said jackpots, we mean touchdowns and wins and stuff like that. And then Maddie yelled up. He goes, you got to do what your Little League uh, coach told you to do back in Athens. Slide. And he, he about lost it. He was laughing. He didn't stop. We saw him laughing. But they're all, I mean, T. Higgins is awesome. I, I really enjoy T. I think he, he's a, a great young kid. Jamar Chase, they're all nice. I mean, I haven't really seen anybody that, I mean, Evan, Evan uh, McPherson, he's a great dude. He, like I said, he said he's going to call on my show, but I understand they got a season going on. So he's kind of a, a busy guy. But yeah, CJ is a cool dude too. So I honestly, I haven't really met one guy that's just like, yeah, get out of here. They're all like, hey, you know, they they appreciate the fans being there. I mean, Jamar Chase said this on the interview with uh, Chelsea from uh, Cincinnati Inquirer, Cincinnati.com, uh, which I recommend you guys go watch that. Uh, that Jim, there's a guy named Jim. And he's literally down at every practice. He doesn't go to the bridge like I do, but he stands there and he greets the players as they walk in, as they walk out. He'll go there when the bus heads out, when they leave and go out on road trips. And Jamar Chase said at the end of the end of the thing, because Chelsea asked him, what do you like? What's the best thing you like about Cincinnati? He goes, the fans. He goes, and there's this guy that's out there every day. And and uh, somebody tweeted out, are they talking about you? And I'm like, and, and Jamar Chase said, you know, he goes, I think his name's Jim. Like, yeah, his name's Jim. They're not talking about me. And they're not talking about Bengal Jim. They're talking about Jim. He's um, he's down there literally every day. So, and the players know his name. They're like, hey, what's up, Jim? Hey, what's up, Jim? So, trust me, these guys are good dudes. They're all good guys. All right, let's see here. Nick, what's up? Zach indicated Evans played wide receiver in high school. Yeah, as far as I know, he did. He, he did play wide receiver in high school, and you can see his, his the skills he has. It just goes to show how bad maybe Harbaugh is as a coach because why in the hell this kid did not play when he – I understand that he had great issues, but when he came back, whew, oh, my goodness. Uh, Stuart, you'd say CJ sees the front of the – CJ is awesome, dude. And CJ, if you guys go to the games – he likes the ooh, Zama. I said, I'm trying, man. I said, I'm trying to get that going. So if you are at the games and he catches the ball, everybody go, ooh, and then Zama. He would like that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There you go, Natty. Ouzier and Trey were the best free agent signings. Yeah. I mean, Trey Henderson has been awesome. He's got as many sacks. As I think the team did all of last year. Pretty good. Uh, let's see here. A quote the great. Where do you go to see them walk out of practice? Well, you know where the practice field is? And there's a gate right there. And they got uh, metal uh, gates there. Now they have two of them because you can't get too close because of COVID. Um and they won't let us throw him any more jackpot Joey hats. So we were mailing them to him. <laughs> um, but yeah, right there. They walk in and out and you can talk to him. Like I said, if you want to actually have a chance to talk to him, um, which I mean, they're not going to stand there and talk to you for five minutes. You might get a hey or I don't know. They might turn and talk to you for a minute, you know. Uh, but yeah, go there at the end of practice. Uh, John, you were the one who asked, asked that. Hello. I don't know which one you're talking about. What you ask? Did I answer it? Stuart, uh, I did. I read the wrong comment and say his wrong name. 
if I did my bad job. <laughs> Stuart Trey Hendrickson was a good interview on Good Morning Football today. Very team focused and proud. Yes, I was still at work. I did not get to watch that. I wanna. I have to go back and check it out. Yes, Chris, you're right. Khalid Kareem should be back soon, and that's he's a key piece. When that when that guy is healthy, he makes a difference. That's another guy on our defensive line that's going to be pretty good. So there's lots of talent on that defense line. The only well, I'll see. I don't want to bring up a thing to, to worry about, but I hope we can sign these guys because Larry Ogunjobi, Obi Wan Ogunjobi, only signed a one year contract. You know, I, and BJ Hill, I, I don't. He might be under one year. I don't know. There's there's gonna be a lot of free agents that the Bengals got to try to re-sign for next year. Uh, let's see, Nick. What do you think about seeing three safeties look on Sunday to try to isolate Lamar? I think they're going to do it. I think that's the, I think, like I said, I think Lamar Jackson is the reason Lou is scheming the way he's scheming. He's, Lamar is the reason that Lou has set his defense up the way it is, is to stop Lamar, to stop the Ravens. So, yes, I, I think we're going to see that. And let's see, Mike P. I got a poster for your studio. Okay, all you do. All right, cool. Uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter or uh, yeah, DM me on Twitter. If you follow me on there, I'll tell me what it is first. <laughs> I appreciate it though. I'll send you my address. John, what's up? I asked. Oh, I asked you if Jamar was. Oh, you were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See. Okay. Well. All right. John, you're John Wick on here. You're John something on Twitter. <laughs> So, so it's, I don't know who asked me stuff, you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, you're wrong. It wasn't me. It was, and it wasn't Bengal Jim. It was, it was uh, Jim. Is I, I don't know his last name. He's, he's a really cool dude. Foxy, what's up? You met Pecco at Walmart his rookie year. Pecco is a great dude. He, uh, he went to, when he lived here, he, he went to my church. So yeah, I got, I, I, I said hi to him a couple times, but that was, uh, he's a really good dude. I miss him. Stuart, do we need to get a full complement of receivers activated Monday? Every week it seems like it's either team board. Yeah. And it's football. <laughs> it's football, dude. It, 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 the, look, the Bengals are relatively healthy. We're not the Rapbirds who have got like 16 guys on IR. We're not the Clowns who got that many or more on IR. So. We're we're healthy compared to what other other teams have. So anyway, he is in the waiting room. So I gotta get to my intro here for a, a new guest I have. He's a great follow on Twitter. You guys should definitely check him out. He's Keith Jenkins. Keith, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? How are you? Good. Welcome to the show, man. Good to be here. I'm a first time in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. So for, for people who don't know who you are or whatever, just just tell, tell everybody a little, little bit about yourself first. Yeah, I'm a sports reporter for the Cincinnati Enquirer. First of all, excuse my voice. I got a little cold. It is not, good, man. I got a negative COVID test, so it's not COVID. That's uh, good. But I'm a little nasally right now. No, but I, I cover the uh, Bearcats for the Enquirer, and then I kind of Dip in Bengals coverage here and there when I'm needed, but primarily my gig is covering this number two ranked team in the country. Yeah, baby. And one of your tweets 
And I, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but I, I loved it where you said, do the Bearcats have the best uh, one and two combo at cornerback in the nation? I think they do. I mean, I, I Sauce is definitely a number a first round pick. I think sure. Kobe could be a, a late first, at least a late first round, definitely a second round pick. He could be go, go a first round pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if he'll go that high, but he's legit. Um, and he's out to prove it this year. He got a first team all conference selection last year, and he came back to put another great season, you know, back to back so we can show NFL scouts that he can be consistent. And um, obviously when you have a guy like Sauce on the other end who can dominates and locks down his side of the field, you're going to get some opportunities if you're Kobe on the other end. And, you know, every time he gets opportunities, he seizes them. So he's another great corner. And, and like I said, I, I, you know, that story, I, I wrote it because I believe they are um, the number one tenant in the country. I think Sauce is, is, is arguably the top corner in the country. I, I think that he um, – it's either him or the kid from LSU – well, and, Stingley's injured, so he's not even playing now. So and I was going to say, I mean, if you yeah. if you stack up their resumes, I mean, I, I would I would give the edge um, to Sauce. I mean, you know, he had a, the LSU kid had a great freshman season, no doubt about that. Right. He didn't play well as a sophomore, and now he's on the shelf right now, getting ready for the draft. So, um, yeah, I mean, Sauce is amazing, and Kobe is not too shabby either, man. So teams can't throw over to number one; they can't throw over to number seven either. The thing is, Sauce, and this is the, the stat I love throwing, throwing out there, has never le- let a touchdown in. He scored three of them. I mean, that's – that's. I don't care what conference you play in. That's right. ridiculous right there. To, to, no because there's, there's games where they won't even throw to his side. No doubt. No doubt. No, he's, uh, he is the prototype. I mean, this day and age, you know, corners are getting bigger and bigger, you know, because of these wide receivers and these – huge guys and these spread offenses you want big corners who can tackle and who can defend and who can cover at six three you know he is that and then he's also a really physical guy he's skinny but I think people don't understand when he's in man coverage and he's up against you um at the line of scrimmage good luck man because he just he's got great hands great feet very intelligent knows exactly where he is on the field um so it's been a real pleasure and an honor to to cover this kid And, and as he's continuing to grow and becoming one of the best players in the country Absolutely. I mean, I mean, he, he's so good in the Notre Dame game. They put him on Myers, the tight end. <laughs> right, right. And he shut him and he shut him down. So, I mean, I mean, it's I love sauce. He, he, yeah. uh, to me, to me, he's the best corner in, in, in college football. And but let's get to to Desmond Ritter now, because there's getting more and more talk like Heisman talk with him. And actually, Colin uh, Cowherd, which I, I call him Cowhead a lot of times on the show here, because I don't agree with a lot of stuff he says. But he. <laughs> He actually said that he thinks Des has a shot to be the number one pick overall uh, coming out of college this year. And and I was listening to um, Locked On Bengals, and they had they were doing a crossover episode with somebody from Detroit. And the guy who covers Detroit was even saying that you know maybe the uh, Desmond Ritter will be coming coming to Detroit be, to become their quarterback. So the, there's a lot of talk going on about Des and and his his Heisman uh, Trophy candidacy and the the draft draft status. Yeah, I mean, as far as the number one pick goes, it only takes one team to fall in love with you. You know, I didn't, I didn't think Baker Mayfield would go number one. I didn't think Kyler Murray would go number one. But, you know, look at what happened. I mean, it just takes that one team to say, no, this is our guy. And here's what we're going to he's who we're going to uh, build around. So, yeah, I mean, if it ends up being the Lions or whoever else at number one, if they feel that, you know, he's that quarterback that can take them to the next level. I can see Des going number one, no doubt about it. It depends a lot on, you know, these next few months and how this season goes and how he continues to 
progress and play. But no, I mean, he's legit. You know, everything that um, he's getting and all the attention and the Heisman Trophy conversations and all of that, um, he deserves all of that. He has worked his ass off to become a better thrower, a better passer, more consistent, uh, more accurate. He's always been a great athlete. He's always been um, a great runner. Um, the knock on him was just his accuracy, his con- the consistency of the ball and the deep ball. And none of that are questions. None of those are questions anymore. Right. So he's really put himself in a great position through his hard work and dedication to be one of the best players in the country. And, you know, will he be the number one pick? I don't know. But like I said, it only takes one team to say, you know, right. Dad, you're our guy. let's do it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's just yeah. awesome that the, the UC quarterback is being considered for that. I mean, because we're going to have multiple guys go in the fir- first round in this in this year's draft, and that that'd be the first time ever <laughs> that yeah. has ever happened for. Because I mean, dude, I I went to the University of Cincinnati. I've been going to the games as a kid. I, I went there when Tim Murphy was the coach, and literally nobody was in the stands. I mean, there was nobody sure. there. So when I go to to games now, when it's sold out and it's packed, Nippert at night is awesome. It, it just it warms my heart because, like I said, I'm a diehard Bearcat fan, and I've been a, a Bearcat football fan forever. To to see where it's gotten to. Dude, honestly, I never thought it would. Uh, to be honest, I never thought UC football would get to this this high level, let alone being ranked number two in the country. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I And I keep telling people that's the best word I can come up with. Is it just this is crazy. I mean, this yeah. is uh, like you. I've been I've been I've been in and around this program my whole life. People know my story. But, you know, my dad played here and I was recruited here and. So I've, I've, I've known the history of this program and it's been dim for years and years and years. Um, but to see what Luke Fickle and his staff have done and come in here and, and not only hit on a lot of guys that they recruited, but just done a lot of great things as far as development. You know, yes, that yes. wasn't a highly touted player coming out of high school. Sauce wasn't either. Majay Sanders wasn't either. Um, a lot of these guys, they just they've come in and developed really well and worked hard and, you know, become top-notch players. And it's a big credit to Luke Fickle and and his staff and what they've been able to do as far as developing these guys and giving these guys the confidence and the platform to play good football. And, um, you know, they've rewarded him by just, you know, working their butts off and playing well on game day. Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing is that everybody keeps asking me is, do you think they're going to let the Bearcats in? Well, the thing is right now they're number two in the country. Sure. That's going to be kind of hard, especially if they keep winning like they are. And that, that's why I think they have to – obviously, they have to win every single game. But I think they also have to blow out everybody. Yeah, I mean – But doing that, how are they going to keep them out? The truth is, is these, these rankings right now mean nothing. Right. Yep. That's, just, that's, that's the truth of this is – don't get me wrong. It's, it's impressive, and it means – it, it means something for the success of the program and what they've been able to do and build and um, recruiting and all this thing. But ultimately what's going to happen is those that those, what is it? 13 people will get into a room, that selection committee, and they'll decide Cincinnati's fate. Mm-hmm. So on November 2nd, that's the big day. We'll get a good idea of what that committee thinks of Cincinnati. If they put them in the top four, that's a good indicator that they believe that Cincinnati are one, is one of the top four teams in the country. If they put them at five or six or seven, it's a wrap. It doesn't matter. Like, so it just, it, it's unfortunate, but yeah. it, what matters right now is they just need to impress and, and play as well as they can. But on November 2nd, that committee is going to start to decide their fate. So on November 2nd, we'll have to see what that committee thinks of Cincinnati. So Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, when if you look back at the college football playoffs, their rankings compared to the AP, they're pretty much similar. I mean, they're, they're, sure. they might switch one to, you know, different spots, but it's pretty much the same four teams. So I think if UC's in there, I don't know how in the hell they would drop them all the way down 
to six. I'd be completely irritated. I mean, that's that, especially if you go and you blow out everybody that you played, no matter what it is, and you've done what you're supposed to do. It, it would just be a complete bias against them to, yeah. to keep them out. There would be no reason. That. So you see, like I said, they got to go there and they got to blow everybody out and prove that they de- deserve to be there. Because to me, Keith, that defense will play any team, any yep. team. Because people ask me, you think we'll beat Alabama? I don't know if we'll beat it or not. We'll play with them. That defense will travel. That defense can play with anybody. To me, and that's why they can and do deserve a shot at this thing. Because sure. they had the players there. There. Sure. I mean, I, I agree with you. You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't fight you on that. But nope. it, it's the it's the old battle of the most deserving yep. versus the best team. And what's going to happen right now is so. What Cincinnati needs is chaos. They need mm-hmm. the Big Ten to chop off each other's feet right now. They need Oklahoma and Oklahoma State to get out of here. Um, they need chaos to happen in front of them so they have a more clear path. The problem right now is let's say Alabama wins out, plays Georgia in the SEC championship game, beats Georgia. Well, then I'd put Georgia and Alabama both in the in the playoff, right? And then you got to think, okay, is the Big Ten winner going to be in there? Ohio State. Is Oklahoma still going to be undefeated? Well, there's your four. So it's it's that's that's how it would play out if Ohio State wins out, if Oklahoma wins out. Um, and if, you know, Georgia and, and, and Alabama meet in the SEC title, I think they deserve a shot. I think they've done – if they went out and do what they're supposed to do and blow these AAC teams out, they deserve a shot and opportunity at a national championship. But let's be real here. If they were on the outside looking in at the end of this thing, we'd be upset as fans and as, as, as Cincinnati people, but it wouldn't shock any of us, right? No, no. No, I, I – I, yeah, to be to be real, I, I keep telling everybody I will not be surprised if they keep us out, and that's mostly to, to, to let myself down easy. Because well, hell, let's be honest, last year they kept winning and they kept dropping them last year. Right. I'm like, See? how the hell are you dropping them? Yeah, I mean, and, they, and Notre Dame's got to keep winning. You know, Indiana's got to pull off. They got, I think they got Ohio State this week. I thought they were going to get an upset against Michigan State. It didn't happen, um, but they need those Power Five victories need to look like big power five victories. They can't have Notre Dame stumble down the stretch. And now the committee has, you know, uh, room to say, well, yeah, you beat Notre Dame, but how good are they really? Yeah, you beat Indiana, but how good are they really? Yeah, you won the AAC, but, right. you know, those teams are really good. So the SMUs, they got to keep winning so that when that's, when Cincinnati plays them at Nipper Stadium, that's a big nationally ranked matchup on national TV. And that's a big showcase for Cincinnati and Desmond Ritter so that maybe he has that Heisman moment. Maybe they have more ammo to show how good they are and this and that. You know, the 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 odds are against them, but all they can do is is all they can do, and all they can worry about is what's in front of them. And that's just win and win out and win impressively. And if they do that, you know, they'll put themselves in the best possible spot. Yeah, exactly. And and the the funny thing is that last year when we were getting ready to play uh, Georgia in the Peach Bowl, I I came on my show and I said I think UC has a shot at. Uh, beating Georgia and Georgia fans just went nuts on me. I'm like, are you are you serious? We're Georgia. Yeah. Right, how's that gonna happen? So I mean, and now Georgia fans are are tweeting out giving UC respect. I've seen I've seen more respect from Georgia fans than I've seen from anybody else, which I think that's awesome. They're, they I got a couple of them on here. They want to run it back. They want Georgia and Cincinnati in the next championship. I said, let's go. That sounds yeah. cool to me. But I mean that that to me that's cool because 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 well, like I said, just what it went through last year. The, we're saying we don't even deserve to, to be in the game. 
to saying yes, you, you guys deserve a shot, and that's that's just cool when 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 stuff like that happens. So hopefully, that maybe the the uh, college uh, football uh, playoff committee will see it that one too. We'll hopefully yep. find out. But we'll it's funny, it's funny you say you say that about uh, you know the, the, the Bearcats won this. Well, how good is Notre Dame? The Bearcats beat Indiana. How good is is Indiana? It's kind of the same thing they're saying about the Bengals. You know, the Bengals are yeah. foreign too. Like, oh well, I mean, who you you beat the, the a crappy Squealers team? Like, oh, you beat you beat up the Lions. Oh, great. How good are are you really? And that's where I think this Sunday is a big uh, test for the Bengals uh, to really to to stick their foot out there on the ground and say we are good because we can beat the Ratbirds. You know, I call the Ratbirds. That's what I call the Ravens. <laughs> I got nicknames for everybody, but I think it's gonna be a big challenge because Lamar Jackson is no joke. But this defense. Has built. I said this. This defense is built for one thing, and that's to stop Lamar Jackson. Mm. I, I know you don't really cover the Bengals. You do a little bit there. What, what's your thoughts on, on the Bengals moving forward here? No, I mean it's it's been fun to watch them. Um, I'm a fan, lifelong, and and having been able to cover them a little bit during the preseason was a lot of fun. Um, Joe Burrow is everything that we wanted, right? I mean, he is great. That franchise quarterback. We've been waiting a long time to just have a guy who you can put the franchise on his shoulders and be confident that he could come away and win games for you. And he does that. I was in the camp that I didn't want Jamar Chase and that's no knock on Chase. I think he's a phenomenal player. I thought he was the best wide receiver in the draft, but my adage was, you know, if, if Joe Burrow is the guy you want to keep him upright, it's going to be hard for Joe Burrow to get the ball out the chase from his back. But that was my, my viewpoint going into the draft. They went with Chase. I get it. I understand it. And it's worked out. And I'm happy for him and them. Um, this this coming weekend is a tough test, obviously. I mean, you can make the argument that Lamar Jackson is the MVP. Uh, I think he is. It lights out. He's having his best. He's having a better season than he did two years ago when he won MVP. Right. Um, so, I, I look, man, regardless of what happens the rest of this year, it's, it's important to note that it feels good watching this team, right? Like, we can see the growth and the change and the – the improvement. And that's, what's big. I mean, you know, the defense was atrocious last year. It's worlds better. The old line is coming. So it seems like at, at the very least they're turning a corner and they're turning a page and becoming a team that we can be excited about rooting for and, and, and hopeful for, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how it'll shake out, yeah. you know, against Baltimore. I mean, I think Baltimore is the better team, but again, any given Sunday doesn't matter. Right. So, right. right. Um, they'll have a shot, and it's obviously a big game. The winner gets the AFC North early on. So um, hopefully, you know, the Bengals will come to play and can, you know, snatch that early lead. Exactly. And what, one good thing that I think that – I think Joe Burrow has been circling this game. I think he, he's re- ready to go. And I, I, I promise that because uh, the, the Jaguars game, their defense coordinator used to be the Ravens' uh, D-line coach. Okay. So it's a set, the d- defenses are, are very similar. Sure. Ravens have blitz more than anybody in the NFL. And Joe Burrow, I think, is number one in pretty much every uh, passing category when it comes to being blitzed. Yeah. And, you know, the, the what mic'd up thing was, you know, you can't zero me. So, Joe, I think, is ready for this. I think Jamar is ready for this. So, sure. I, I think it's going to come down – I think it's going to be a close game. Like every game, except Detroit, has been a close game for the Bengals. I think it's going to be a one or two score game. Either way, Bengals win or lose. They're going to win by – one score, they're going to lose by one score, I think. It's AFC North battle, man. That's these, these games are always tough. I'll tell you what, man. If it comes down to another kicking battle, Baltimore has got the edge. I mean, I you know. It's, I, that's, good. that's the thing. That's going to be cool because you got you got the, the GOAT as far as kickers go with the, with the Ravens, and then I think you got the future GOAT with, in Evan McPherson. So 
Well, I, I, we can't we can't throw him that go title after what happened against Green Bay. Not yet. Not yet. Right. 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 Should, the Bengals should be five and one right now, and not four and two. So exactly. But don't get me wrong. He, up until that point, he had a great season. I think he's got a promising future. But we can't call him the go. Not not yet. Not yet. Not, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. But the thing that kills me is that sixty-six yard field goal that Turner hit. He should have never been able to kick it because they they the play clock yeah. ran out on him. Sure. <laughs> That's, so sure. like, yes, he kicked it. He made it. Props to him. But he should have never been able to do that. <laughs> That's fair. He's a hell of a kicker already before that. Oh, God, yeah. Hey, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. He, he's going to be a Hall of Fame kicker, which I I, I don't even – I think there might be one Hall of Fame kicker. <laughs> he might be the next one. He, he's pretty good. Right? <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. You got any new articles coming out or anything? Where can people follow you and all that stuff? Yeah, man. We're working on some stuff now. Cincinnati plays at Navy on Saturday, so – I just released a scouting report for Navy. Um, they're 0-3 up in Annapolis. So, you know, fingers crossed. I think these this team can get it done up there. But, you know, it's always a tough road game when you go up there for them. Um, but you can check me out at KeithJenkins.com. Cincinnati Enquirer is my employer, so Cincinnati.com as well. Then I'm at um, Keith, Mr. Keith Jenkins on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Exactly. Keith, I appreciate you coming on. We we'll definitely have to do this again because I love talking UC football. So, and basketball yeah, season get there. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm a UC diehard too. Don't be a stranger. Jump on the show anytime you want, man. Appreciate you, my man. I appreciate it. Take it easy. All right, guys. I hope you guys like that. You know, check out Keith. He's a great follow on Twitter. He writes some great articles. Like I said, if you're a UC fan like me, he's got some good stuff out there. Go check him out. I can't wait till Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till this weekend. How about Cincinnati football right now? It is awesome. That's all I gotta say. Cincinnati football is awesome right now. Enjoy the ride, Cincinnati fans. Bengals fans, enjoy the ride. Enjoy. I'm putting it to you like I, I said, Reds fans, when the season was going on, while the Reds were playing good, I said, enjoy it. You've got to, you've got to enjoy the highs because we all know how the, the, the lows get. Enjoy the highs when they're there. Right now, Cincinnati football is up here. I don't think it's stay up there right now, but we'll see. But, yes. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my mouse decided not to work now. Of course it did. I lost connection. But uh, Tom says the Bengals will win by two touchdowns. That sounds good to me, man. Uh, let me see. I got my computer. I my computer. Let me see if that'll work. Uh, let's see. Can I put that up there? There we go. Bengals will win by two touchdowns. And then my dad says Bengals rock the rat birds. <laughs> uh, God love my dad. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna get to the uh, Facebook groups that let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of them. They're Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country, Cincinnati Reds, rounding third, heading for home. The Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. I think you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Instagram and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling out the sound later on tonight and putting up on the podcast. The podcast, you can find it on Beanpod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Try to mess with my mic, sorry. Uh, please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment for more Cincinnati fans to find my podcast. YouTube, we're at 1,396 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. My goal is to try to get to 2,000 subscribers by Super Bowl. Hopefully, I'll be celebrating 
2,000 subscribers and a Bengals win in the Super Bowl. That would be awesome. <laughs> so make sure you tell your friends, tell your neighbors about sports with strawberry ice. I would greatly appreciate that. And as my boy, Jeremy Dimebag Dean likes to say, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? Go Blue Jackets. I think, are they playing tonight? I think they might be. If they are, I'm going to definitely watch them. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!